In Ephesians chapter 5, and verse 1, we read, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us, and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. But sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you as is proper among saints. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. I was making my way through some archives, and I started to listen to a conversation I had uh, some time back with Fred Stoker. Fred is the co-author of Every Man's Battle. He co-authored this with Stephen Arterburn. And as I took a few minutes to listen, I was so impressed by what Fred shared, so impacted by it, I thought I needed to revisit this and to share with you some thoughts as I share some of his comments. Fred is extremely honest. He's very open. He's got some really solid things to share, anchored to biblical truth, anchored to his walk with Jesus Christ. And so this program will be a bit sensitive. Let me just give you the heads up on that. But it's something you need to hear, whether you are a Christian woman wanting to understand men, and certainly if you're a Christian wife wanting to understand your husband, or if you're a man, you've got to take a a, a good listen here, because Fred's going to challenge us to really live in light of what I just read in Ephesians chapter 5. I started out by asking Fred to, to give us a little sense of history in terms of where he was coming from. Yeah, the, the history is pretty simple, I guess. I um, got married, and uh, what happened at that point was I had uh, given up pornography for the most part. Um, you know, I can say that I haven't purchased any since then. I haven't looked at any on the Internet. But uh, something began to happen in my life. I began to notice that um, the way I was looking at women, the way I was watching TV, Uh, the way I was looking at joggers going by, all those sorts of things, the things that we normally think of as small things in our lives, I was starting to notice I was paying a real heavy price for it uh, in my relationship with my wife, in my relationship with my kids, and especially in relationship with the Lord. Uh, His standard is that we are not to have even a hint of sexual immorality in our lives. And and as I began to really look into that and, and look hard at that, I began to realize I had far more than a hint of immorality in my life. And I... Begin to struggle with it, but uh, what really happened was there came a day as I was driving down Merle Hay Road in Des Moines, Iowa, where I just made a firm, hard, fast decision that all this was going to stop. And as I did, the Lord began to reveal to me how I can stop all, even in all these smaller areas of, uh, you know, looking at women. Uh, and what happened after that was He began to totally uh, clean me up. Uh, my relationships began to heal. And uh, all the way around, uh, I just have a much closer intimacy with God as a result. And uh, then maybe 15 years later, the Lord touched my heart and, and asked me to write the book and uh, share the same principles that he shared with me. And, you know, the rest is history. Now, what Fred just described, I would say, is an example of repentance. Repentance means we agree with God that certain behaviors of ours are wrong, and we change our mind We reject what we have done, and we embrace what God has called us to do. We obey what he has commanded us. Now, it could be that you're listening right now, and that's exactly what you as a man need to do. 
repent of your behavior and turn to God. And listen carefully to what else Fred has to share, because it is worth it. It is worth it to deal with this area of your life and bring it under the control of the Holy Spirit and begin to honor the Lord in this area. Uh, That is a difficult area for a lot of us as men. I went on and said to Fred, uh, I really appreciate more than anything, just your openness, your transparency, because men, we've got to get real about this. And here's what he had to say. There's only one way to to handle this issue, and that's to be very open, because um, if we really stop to think about how men relate to each other when it comes to sexuality and talking about sexuality, there's a pretty big code of silence that goes along with it. It's okay to joke about it. It's okay to brag about it. But uh, to have a serious discussion about sex is pretty much off limits for most guys. And uh, what we wanted to do with this book is be extremely open uh, so that men would know right away look, these guys know where I live. Uh, I need to listen to what they have to say. We are to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. And I appreciate the way Fred is approaching this. It's about what the Lord has taught him, what he has discovered in God's Word. Men, for us to win this battle, and it is a battle, ongoing, getting more and more difficult, more and more intense each and every day in terms of the world in which we live We have got to be committed to the Lord and wanting to honor Him. The bottom line, though, is we've got a problem, a number of problems. Yeah, we have the flesh, we have the world, and we have uh, the forces of darkness. But in addition to all that, we have another problem, and that is in the body of Christ, let's just say there are mixed standards. In other words, we're not consistently teaching the Word of God and encouraging men to live it out. What I mean by mixed standards is uh, quite a bit, I guess, (laughs) exactly how it sounds. We hear the standard that we are not to have even a hint of sexual immorality in our lives. And yet when we look around, we see that very few people are living like that. Very few people are even all that concerned about it. And the worst part about it for us is that it's a hard standard to keep. And so we, we mix in the standards of the world. Um, but, you know, it's, it's not a bad thing to look at a woman jogging by. It's not a bad thing to mm-hmm. appreciate God's uh, beauty that he created in women. Because, well, what the heck, he created women, so we might as well enjoy it. And as we begin to mix in some of these things with, our, with God's own standard, what we come up with is something, some middle ground, um, kind of a little bit of an oatmeal that, that uh, you know, isn't so hard to take, but is certainly falling far short of what God wants for us. It's precisely because of these mixed standards that today we have a blatant immorality in the body of Christ that is not being dealt with. I'm thinking especially of couples, unmarried couples, living together. And also what we have discovered is that when we have these mixed standards, we're going to see an epidemic of sexual morality even in leadership. A mega church that had a mega reputation for a long time had finally dismissed their pastor, the founding pastor of the church, after years and years of accusations that were never properly dealt with. Well, we've got to get back to the divine standard. We have got to get back to God's standard in this area of our lives. If we stop to think about it, and you you probably remember me writing about it in the book, uh, is that this has always been something that God has desired for his people, not just sexual... um, but what I'm talking about is the following of his standards. 
he asked the Jews, for instance, when they went into the Promised Land to um, kill everyone, destroy the religions that were there so they wouldn't become a snare to them, uh, they didn't do it. They uh, chose more of a middle ground standard. They didn't want to go through the work of uh, kicking the other hmm. peoples out of the land. And what happened was, in the end, they had all these snares they were dealing with, and they never really could uh, keep their faithfulness to the Lord. In fact, I was just reading those scriptures again this morning. It was was awesome to read it again. Essentially, by not obeying God, uh, what they did in the end was forget God. And God warns us as far back uh, in Deuteronomy that if we forget his standards and if we don't live by his standards, we will eventually forget him and uh, have a, a very mediocre mishmash of a relationship with him. We can't afford to do that today any more than they could afford to do it back then. And and uh, what we wanted to do is draw a clean line in the sand so that Christian men could read the book, understand what God's standard is, and then make a clear decision in their own hearts as to what they're going to do with that standard. That's a good question, men. What are we going to do with God's standard? God's standard, we should not look lustfully upon a woman, period. God's standard, there should not even be a hint of immorality, in our lives. These are standards clearly stated in the Word of God, largely ignored by our culture, and tragically, we are getting more like the culture than we are the Word of God. We are called in Romans chapter 12 to be transformed by the Word of God, not conformed to this world. Let's face reality. Too many of us are being conformed to the world, being taken in by the world, and we find ourselves struggling in this area of our lives. Oh, it will be a battle. But with the help of the Spirit of God, in obedient response to the Word of God, we can have consistent victory in this area, men. But we've got to be committed to it. We've got to make some important decisions. We've got to decide whether or not we're going to just live for the externals or whether in our hearts we're going to do all that we can to make sure that we are humble before the Lord and obedient to his word. What we generally do as Christians is we're mostly concerned with what we would call excellence. Uh, that, you know, maybe that we preach on an excellent level, that our churches look excellent, that, you know, there's an excellent feeling of warmth as uh, a new seeker would come into the church. Um, and we're very concerned personally in looking excellent to those around us. Um, you know, looking sharp when you're teaching Sunday school, uh, having, uh, you know, clear, interesting uh, messages. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, um, that kind of Christianity is, is all show. And one of the, one of the things that, uh, well, I mean, it's not totally all show, but I mean, a lot of mm -hmm. times it can be reduced to that. Uh, what I like to talk about is the fact that we as Christians are oftentimes more interested in seeming like Christians than we are in being Christian. And, of course, being Christian, there's a very high call. That's, that's the call to Christ-likeness, the call to perfection. And um, a lot of times this excellence that we're seeking falls far short of the kind of call to perfection that God has called us to. For instance, when I was first uh, a Christian, uh, I was the rising star in my church. Um, first I was the Young Couples Activities Director, and mm -hmm. pretty soon I was uh, teaching marriage classes, and everyone knew I was the you know, the big up-and-comer young guy in the church, the young family that everybody respected. Well, during that whole time, I was looking at women improperly. I was uh, uh, doing things with my body that were improper. And 
you know, this, on the outside, I looked excellent, but was I truly um, uh, committed? Was I truly committed to the, that obedient, perfect way? No, I was not. You were listening to part of a conversation I had with Fred Stoker, who's co-author of the book, Every Man's Battle. What Fred just said, please make sure you understand it and you embrace it. He said what was going on in his mind, what was going on in the hidden recesses of his life. We've got to face those and recognize that the world invites us to act in a way that is outside of the purviews of Scripture. Our flesh pulls us in that direction, and literally demonic forces invite us to go down that destructive path. But he was willing to acknowledge for himself before the Lord where his mind was, where his thoughts were going, and where some of his actions were taking him. And he sought the Lord and then started to walk obediently. Please deal with what is going on in your mind. And if you have acted immorally, deal with it before the Lord. Get involved with a trusted friend and begin to take back the ground you have given to the enemy. If we can help you in some way, please let us know.